everybody. I am Lakia White, and today I am starting my first book review podcast. So without further ado, let's jump into it. So today we're going to be reviewing the Taking Back My Name, The Confession by I Turner. And let me tell you, for the ones that has not read it, even for the ones that have read it, it was a very interesting book. And to me, my opinion, he put his heart, his feelings, and his thoughts into this book. Now, but number one, you know, it's a shame that people um, or young kids can enjoy their childhood without somebody being a pervertedness, as I call it, bootylicious, take someone's childhood away from them. And that's what happened to Ike Turner, AKA back then, Sonny. He was on his way to school, marching along. He had a little job before school, you know, helping uh, a lady or people, you know, clean up their chicken coops or whatever the case may be. And this one lady, I'm just gonna call her Bootsy, Miss Boozy, that's what he called her, Boogie Woogie, uh, in his book. And this lady, not knowing where her husband is at, took advantage of Sonny Ike when he was a young man. He was coming to help her out. And what did she do? She baited him in. Oh, let me help clean you up. Oh, let me do this or let me do that. But let me tell you, honey, I guess she got a little hot up under the collar on Ike as being a young kid and decided to teach him five lessons. Now, let me tell you, let's stop right here. If anybody ever touched my child or tried to teach them five lessons of sexuality or sexual stuff, it would be problems. But let's get back to the tea. So she taught him five lessons. And we are not going to get into those five lessons uh, deeply, but just take my word for it. It was very, very to the point of what she wanted him to do. And at this time, you know, he's not knowing what's going on at all. And let's stop right there on a little side note. Ladies, I don't know what was going on back then in those days, but uh, y'all didn't have no clippers. Y'all didn't have no scissors. Because the way he described this lady's areas, that she looked like she was sick, like she needed a pick, because it was just long and disgusting. But let's get back to the tea. So after a while of her teaching Ike these lessons, he says, shoot, I got I got uh, good at it. He was starting to enjoy it. So then he tried it on the babysitter. And let me tell you, back then, babysitting was kids for 25 cents. That is a little bit too cheap anyway let's keep it moving so the older he got the more he tried on everybody else women at that and then one led then one thing led to another hey well you know it he didn't mess with 13 women he was very sexually orientated he Loved to show ladies what he had. And let me tell you, and let, what I heard and read, that he was very well in that. So, that's when he started the Kings of Rhythm. You know, and back then, you know, juke joints and club, or was what clubs called back then, it was called juke joints, played uh, blues and all that. And so, 
you know, on those pianos and guitars. Some guitars only had two or three strings or didn't have no strings except one. The piano was out of tune, but let me tell you, they still made a talk. And that's what he got involved in. That's what he, his fascination was, was music. And let me tell you, for a person to play music just by listening to it was a good musician. Props up to you, rest in peace, Ike Turner. Let's keep it moving. So, you know, he didn't got ladies and wives and, and everything else. And one night he at the club in St. Louis. He's playing around. And let me tell you, there were so many girls there chasing after that band, him and the Kings of Rhythm. You probably couldn't fight them off with a fly swatter. They was flies, you know, trying to attack. But you know, Tina Turner, AKA Martha Neal, AKA Anna Bullock was there because her sister was like the bartender, I guess, back in those days. And as they say in the books, that Tina was following that um, group around everywhere. But this night, she wanted to sing. She wanted to let everybody know her voice that she had. And Ike was like, eh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get to you and never did. So one night, one of the band members laid the microphone down and she picked it up. And let me tell you, she belted. He knew right then and there that she had a voice. So, you know, she sung on the weekends because she was still in school. Um, and her mom didn't allow her to go nowhere else, I, I suppose. But at that point in time, you know, the family life wasn't good at all anyway. So I guess her deal was she wanted the light-skinned boys with the good complexion, the nice curly wavy hair. She got pregnant eventually by Raymond Hill, one of the saxophone players in the Kings of Rhythm. And by that time, when she did um, get pregnant and everything, her and that relationship with Raymond Hill was not no good because let me tell you, he wasn't faithful anyway. He liked the ladies more than one to. And at that time, I guess back then, that's what they did. The men loved ladies because the ladies was throwing themselves at them. And hey, they thought they was just God's gift to earth. But you know what? I wonder, did they stink back in those days? Did they smell? Because you know they were sweating profusely up on stage and stuff. And back in those days, I don't know. Let's keep it moving. But anyway, so that's where her violence started. Raymond Hill was very, very violent. He never could keep his hands to himself. And when he got done messing with Tina, he'll go ahead and mess with somebody else or vice versa. So Ike was like, hey, we're not going to do that. Because apparently one day he beat Tina up so bad that um, Ike and the Kings of Rhythm, should I say, helped him along his way back home to where his mama was at, where he needed to be. Because he should have kept his hands off of people. Don't put your hands on no woman. All right, but let's keep it going. So one thing led to another. When Ike found out how Tina was living, he moved her in with him and uh, his, um, at that time, girlfriend, Lorraine the mother of his kids, Ike Jr. and Michael Turner. They moved in and Tina had her own room with her son, um, Craig, and one thing led to another. They was on the road, long gowns, pretty, pretty long wigs and fur coats and just being fancy. Let me tell you, hey, back in those days, I, I know it was hot in them long dresses. Couldn't have been me. Look, we got to have some air conditioner, Ike. I'm tired, but she didn't. They kept it going, having hits after hits and luck after luck, traveling and eating at fancy restaurants. I, I suppose, 
I really don't know because I wouldn't want that. But hey, let's keep that going. And you know, back in those days, people had problems, like trying to stay um, together, not cheating, drugs, alcohol, everything was going on at that time. Orgy parties was happening right and left. And some people enjoyed it, some people didn't. But you know. So eventually, Tina did get pregnant by Ike. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. All that traveling and playing life on the road and everything else got her caught up. She got pregnant. And when she did, she had their son, Ronnie Turner. Yes, she did. Ronnie Turner. And if you ever look at their birthdays and dates of their years they was born, it's all in one block. Okay. None of my business. Let me keep it going. So after that time, Lorraine found out she didn't like it and some things transpired, you know, behind closed doors in their personal business. We're not gonna get into that because it's not mine nor yours. But anyway, one thing led to another. Something tragically happened and Lorraine left. So then Tina moved into the room. Now they say that Tina and all the rest of them went down to Tijuana and took a picture and this man said, do you want to get married? Signed the license, gave $2 and $2 back then to get married. That was That's cheap because today it is not no $2, okay? It's not at all. But let's keep it to you. They get to married or whatever. And so now Tina's like, okay, she's Tina Turner. She's Anna Bullock. She's mom and home. Hey, but I did hear she was a very strict discipline when it comes to the kids and their education. She was like, oh, no, this is not, mm-mm, this is how it's going to go, you know? But she kept singing, they kept singing, kept moving, kept going. And you know, back in those eras, they did not like uh, black people. At those times, they still had, in the 60s, still had the color signs still up, but we had to go in the back to get something to eat. Ah, no way. Or we had to go around the back just to use the restroom in the funkiest, nastiest toilet with the rough tissue when the white folks got to use the good tissue and eat inside the air conditioner of the facility where we had to eat out in the dusty roads, the hot, stinky, small air and everything else. But let's keep it going, okay? Because we could show you a lot more to go. So then, you know, we have the eye gets. Preferably my two favorites in the beginning was Miss Robbie and Ann Thomas. Beautiful, beautiful ladies. And was just moving around, dancing, and don't let me forget, Shelly Clark White of the Honeycomb was also an get, as well as um, one of the singers of the Honeycomb, and she is married to, that's right, Verdine White of the Earth, Wind, and Fire. But let's keep it going. So evidently, I guess, um, they changed Ikets constantly because there were so many Ikets there. I guess you had the um, on-stage Ikets, you had the studio Ikets, and you had the replacement Ikets. So I don't know. Hey, kudos to them. But mine, I love the most was the Ann Thomas, was Shelly Clark, which there's no videos for, of her um, with them. And if it was, it's not out there yet. Then you have Esther Jones. You have Edna Richardson, you have Jean Brown, so on and so forth. Yolanda Goodwin. So you had a lot of them that was singing with them. And let me tell you, they must have been tired because baby, they was moving and sweating and shaking and falling down. And thank God, didn't nothing fall out of them dresses, okay? 
to fall on the, the, the audience's faces or whatever. But they kept it going. They kept them wigs on tight. Okay? Them wigs didn't fall out of place or anything. They was whoop, 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 whoop. They was getting it. Big wheels keep on rolling. Hey, I smell trouble. Do you hear me? Mm-mm-mm. But anyway, so, hey, they kept on going, kept on moving. And Ike had so much responsibility on him of him, his family, his extended family, his immediate family, the band, which is the Kings of Rhythm, their family, the Ikeettes, which is their family. So they had so much, he had so much on his plate, booking and trying to find a house. And then one day they moved to California. And let me tell you, I saw the video of the walkthrough of the house and it is, what well, was beautiful. I love the way it was before they remodeled uh, it. I had never seen an icebox look like cabinets on a wall. But that was wonderful back in those days. And then Tina's favorite color was red. So you saw crushed red velvet in the wallpaper and the carpet. Let me tell you, it was wonderful. And it was neat to um, see all that. But we have more to go. So after a while, you know, I didn't allow no drinking and no drugs in this band because that was a no-no. And if he caught you doing it, you was fired automatically. Get out of my band. Bye-bye. But one day, he got enticed. Enticed. Fred Sanford. And who? Elvis Presley. Yes, that's right. Elvis Presley and Fred Fox. Sanford and Son. Uh-huh. Mm. Gave him a little package. He took it home and he discussed it with Tina. She told me it wasn't no good. Leave it alone. Ike, she told him. He didn't listen. He got hooked. What happened? Things start happening violently in their in their home behind their closed doors. Now I am not taking no one side. I am not throwing shade. I am just giving my opinion. But in his book and in hers, they both have said they have. He has slapped her. Yes, he has hit her. Yes, she has hit him and slapped him. As far as someone beating each other since his last fight that ended the Ike and Turner review never happened I don't know we wasn't there but like I said it's just my opinion well they kept going and after a while all this traveling and stuff you know it got tiring because they just couldn't get, get no more hits songs now Tina started writing hey Nutbush City and Ike's still doing his thing in the studio recording studio and the kids and then you have Rhonda Graham rest in peace around the ground, which was their road manager. So she got them to different places that they couldn't go on their own. And you know, then um, Ike and Ann Thomas had Mia Turner, which was Ike's daughter and a wonderful lady. And she said that Tina is like a second mom to her. This was a tight family. This was a loving family that no one saw that part. All part they wanted to see was the violent part. You know, like I said, there's two sides to every story. So I wasn't there. I wish I was there. Believe me. Wish I was a fly on the wall. Either an I get. Let me be up there dancing. But you know, everybody's built differently. So let's keep this tea going. Then you had Tawanda Mowgli Turner, which was Ike and Pat's daughter. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think I read where that night at the club, in St. Louis when Tina wanted to sing, he was messing with Pat then. I don't know 
if that's the same pack. If it's not, or if it is, excuse me if I'm wrong, if I'm right. But Tawana's mother was named Pat also. And at that time, like I said, you know, things was going up and down and up and down. And I know they was tired. And then they had a bus accident. Some of the bus uh, members and the bands had to be off for a while. And I guess got hurt, all that. So, you know, comes with celebrity life, fame and fortune. Sometimes you can lose it all before you know it. So they keep going. And to me in the book, he said, hey, He's gonna do what he wanna do regardless. He just gonna, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. He ain't gonna change, he ain't gonna stop. But he said that maybe he should have made it more discreet. Think about it. No, you should have never cheated at all. But you know, people can't say karma comes back around because see in the beginning, Tina was messing with, that's right, Ike, while he was with um, his son's mother. So then what does she expect that could come back around to her? I don't know. But anyway, like I said, I wasn't there. Let's keep it going. So they keep on hitting River Deep, Mountain High, and Poop Poopy Doo, and it's going to work out fine, and a fool in love, and boy, they just racking up songs, and they even did Christmas carols and gospel songs. Hey, they was working the audience to and fro. And let me tell you, Tina, she worked the microphone. And let me just say this before, folks. People can say what they want to. The people in the back is just as important as the people in the front. So the Kings and Rhythm, they play their heart out. The I Gets play their heart and song and dance and everything else. Let me tell you. Because you had to look beautiful when you go on stage. Now, when you come off stage, that's a total different person. And they was a family. They loved one another. I'm not here to point, but I'm here just to give my opinion. So let's keep it going. So he keeps going and they making music and making music and making music and stuff. And so it just gets to a point to where at this time, Tina's just upset. She's mad. Hey, Ike, Sonny, this is what it is. And then she began to write him notes, expressing her feelings, expressing how she feels or how he's making her feel. And I think at some point, it finally registers. He's even said it in his book. It registered how he was making her feel. And it hurt him. Badly. You know, this is the mother of my child. And in his book, he said, hey, he was in love with four women. Four. That's right, I said it. Four. First, it was he was in love with two women. Then they became four women. So y'all, hey, let me know what's going on. But at first, he said he was in love with Tina Turner and Ann Thomas. Then he said, I'm in love with four. Ann Thomas, Tina Turner, Rhonda Graham. That's right. Remember her? She was the, she was the manager. Then you had Ann Kane. My goodness. I guess he liked the, the name Ann. I don't know. Hey, it is what it is. But those are the women he said he was in love with. So evidently, he had a heart. Evidently, he had emotions, he had feelings, he had things he had to, you know, get together himself. That didn't stop him from doing anything he had to do, right? I guess not. He still was a businessman, a father, a husband, a brother, a son, and he still was the best pioneer of music there was ever out there. Little Richard said that. B.B. Uh, King said that. More and more. 
so forth and so forth. So let's keep it going. And then, mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. then one night or one day, he was getting dressed up, you know, how he was looking all disgustious and just physiqued out, dapper. He was going to go meet a lady named Gloria. Okay, Gloria. And he said, in his book, by the time he got down the hill, he said, something came over him like, mm, I better find out what uh, is going on with Tina. So he turned back around, went back up the hill, and by the time he got to the house and got in the house in the bedroom, he was... So, like I was saying, by the time he got to the house and into the room, there was Tina on the floor crying because she felt like, hey, look, I can't take it no more. I didn't did a suicide attempts over and over again, dang it, and you still ain't getting the point. What else do I got to do? I didn't ran off on the bus. You didn't brought me back, spanked me with a wire hanger because some pimps told you that's how you keep your women in line? Yes, baby. Don't get mad at me because of the tea. It's in his book. Get mad at that, okay? Hey, so he said he ain't never seen her cry or, her, or for her to show her emotions. Why? Because she always held it. She always kept a smile on her face. Now, before, let me stop right there. I'm not saying that I turned was a bad monster. No, he was not. I'm not saying he was no perfect angel. No, he was not. I'm not saying Tina is no angel. No, she was not. And I'm not saying that she was, was, was in fault either. No, I'm not. But this is just my opinion. So let's keep it going. So after this, to me, I felt like he started doing things a little bit different. By this time, it was in the 70s. Not knowing that uh, pretty soon this was getting ready to end, people. And let me tell you, slip, it was no more of the I Get To Your Turn Review. Okay? So they get to Dallas and get into a fight. And while I'm saying this, it was only one I get that ever rode with them everywhere they went in their personal car, and that was Ann Thomas. She was with him and Tina that day. Okay, Tina had been up. I mean, not Tina, Ike, excuse me. Ike had been up for days. Ike was on a bench. And Ike had did so much coke in his nose, and his nose, he had a hole. He could stick his finger up there and touch his eyeball. That's how big the hole was. Okay? And so he had some chocolates. Tina went white. Dapperishly, Tina hold this for me, or whatever. His nose started bleeding. Tina gave me some tissue. And he said Tina had an attitude, like, mm. I didn't, like, like, looked at him like, I didn't tell him to do this. He, She wasn't caring about it. He asked her again. So this time he's like, Ann Thomas, can you give me some tissue? She, Ann Thomas like, okay. You know, and I then told him, and, I, and it was the rule. If it wasn't Ike's way, it wasn't no way. So they know the rules. It's rules, okay? Rules. Tina knew. She knew the rules. Come on now. Anime knew. So like Ike said, look, man, you're ticking me off, anime. What's your problem? She's all snapping and just looking. Mm. 
And I'm not saying that she wasn't mad. She probably was mad at all the things that was transpiring through the whole marriage. Yeah. But we can't point the finger on it right now. Katina was doing some little dirt too, but that's another podcast on a book review about her book. But anyway, so they get into a scuffle. He beat the fire out of her. But you know what? She was fighting too. Shoot. Tina was throwing, but Tina didn't look like no punk. Tina looked like she can handle her own. So they was fighting. Some people say, oh, you know, she just got beat up now. She looked like she can scrap, okay? She got them hands like, hey, you don't want the smoke, Ike. But go on somewhere, Ike. You know, that type of attitude. But anyway, they got into the fighting. One thing led to another, and she went into the motel room and with her and Ann Thomas and Ike and whoever else was there. This time, she just couldn't take it no more. She was gone. She left. But now, here comes the tea. All right. Let's go on with that Christmas couple for now. Okay. In his book, he mentioned at the very end that Tina Turner's a lawyer came to him and said, hey, this is what Tina wants to do. She wants to keep it as the Ike and Tina Turner review. Same pay, same travel, same concert, same everything. But one thing will be different. It wouldn't be Ike and Tina as husband and wife anymore. It would be Ike and Tina as partners in the business. And Ike was like, oh, no, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. If I ain't the way that it was or have been, it wasn't going to be nothing else. Tore it up and left. Yes, Ike had a temper. Yes, he did. And like I said, I'm not taking no side. I'm just, I'm down in the middle. It's my opinion. Now, if that was me putting up with his side or hers, you know, you just keep it and keep it going. But Tina did a lot for Ike, and Ike did a lot for Tina. Ike did a lot for his family. And then they lock with the family also. I love both of them. And in my opinion, he really did love Tina. He just didn't know how to show it. Like he said in his book, he thought buying material things would make her love him more or she would be happy. But all women is not like that. She wanted just to be loved. And yes, I say that he did love her. He showed it to her. It might not have been the type of love that she thought that she should have gotten. And I think sometimes he gave her the love that she wanted. Sometimes I think that he gave her the love that she didn't want. But you know what? There are, there's two, there's a two-way door. Two-way door. And so, you know, it wasn't no more Ike and Tina Turner, but he loved her. And I think that, you know, the older he got, he was realizing, oh, hey, I messed up now. He went to prison. Yes, he did. But when he got out of prison, he got back on his feet. But by then, she made this movie. What's love got to do with it? And half of that movie, the majority, was not even real. And I know I'm going to get a lot of bad negative comments. I don't care because it's my opinion. All right? Okay. But he got back up. He brushed his shoulders out. With his help of his children, his family, his fans, and his wife then, Jeanette and Audrey. He got back up there and he got himself together. 
you know, we can say this and we can say that about old Ike Turner. He's a monster, he's a villain, he's a woman beater, da 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 da. But you know what? No one can really say what happened those days. From 56 to 76, 78, because I did hear now that they were still talking or whatever and going out to eat even after the divorce. And I even heard they made a song in 83. But like I said, no one was there from 56 to whenever. No one, except Ike, Tina, and Thomas, and the children, the Ikeettes, the Kings of Rhythm, Duke the bus driver, and whoever else is there. See, we can speculate all we want to because that's just how we are as being humans. But until you walk a mile in each one of their shoes or until you was there personally and saw the violence, you can't say, you can't speak on it at all. Yes, I love and still do the Ike and Tina Turner review. Because it's not about who they was or how much money they had. That's just not me. I love them because of their music. I love them because of their chemistry, their dance, their attitude, just their aura. Their spirit was a wonderful and beautiful thing and always will be. So, by me saying this and saying that, if you have not read the book, or if you have read the book, reread it, get it, start reading it, because it's a very interesting book. It just shows you how a person can go through things and still come out ahead. We all got demons. We all got skeletons in our closet. But it takes a true person to admit those skeletons and demons that we have. So, my name is Lakia. I'm on Facebook as Lakia White. And I have a YouTube channel called The Tea Teacher. That's right, The T-E-A Teacher. Check it out. This will be on there. And if you like the way I um, review the book, Taking Back My Name, The Confession by Ike Turner, send me a copy of your book. And I will be more than gladly to review it, to let you know what I think. Hey, and let's keep it down. Let's keep it dirty. Let's keep it going. Because at the end of the day, we will never find no one like the Ike and Tina Turner review. Why? Because they're a one of a kind. So I want to give a special thanks to Ike Turner himself, Tina Turner, the Kings of Rhythm, the Ikeettes, their children, and, a, and their family. A special thanks to Ann Thomas, Mia Turner, to Wanda Mobley Turner, Ike Turner Jr., Michael Turner, Queenie Turner, Shelly Clark White, and may God bless you, be safe, love you.